This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Akko Zen of Marlboro, Mars Angel of Belmong, Betty White of Hyperion. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Do you have tons of projects that you really want to put off, but just don't have the energy or, or the time to do so? Here at Potato and Cat Girl Inc., we felt the same way, so eventually we got around to creating the Procrastination Station. The Procrastination Station provides any kind of service you should be looking for but haven't got around to yet. Simply muster up the will to call us on your touch-tone link shell and let us know what you would like to put off. Is your house garden in the cuck-and income-based affordable housing overdue for a trimming? Call us today and we'll get right to work on getting right to work on that. Behind on checking your crypto tombstones? Well, we will put doing financial research off in a jiffy. Unpaid bills looming on the horizon? Well, put your mind at ease knowing your foreclosure notice from Cockaroon's First National Bank of Shiny is safely unopened on our desk. So don't wait to procrastinate. Call the procrastination station today and let us work for you after we finish this game of Scion Watch. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 156. Appreciate having you along, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, starting at around four-ish. Four-ish. When we feel like it. Uh, on Sundays, you can feel free to join us, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, we get new people in every week that are like, oh, finally I get to listen to it live. Feel free to join us live any weekend that you have free. And let us know if you're a new listener. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out. That's right. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We want to take your calls. I want to know what the fuck anyone is doing in this game. Oh, wow. Seri- <laughs> things have, seriously? Things have changed since I've been away. Seriously? Because I've been logging on, like, n- like somewhat this past couple of weeks. Wow, the conviction there is like There is like nobody online. Oh, if you get on at like 7pm No, no, that's No, No, I mean, I've been pretty active in the party finder. Uh uh, Obviously. They Um, they have a party finder for AFK people? (laughs) They actually have um, Talking over the Mr. Frumpy Raccoon donation oh, Nika. Because it's shit. just praise what? juxta bullshit. Yes, nobody gives a crap. Guess about who doesn't that. have oh, Streamlabs open, Nika? It, okay, every week it runs through the speakers. This is the first week it has. It, it. was really, really low, yeah, because I, I barely heard it. Yeah, you need to turn but, that shit up. Yeah, turn it up. There's only so much that I can do. Blast it like it's Lucio. Like, what would I turn up? I can always hear it. This is the first week I've never been able to hear it. 
does does it does juxta have to turn it up then I don't think I do. Yeah, like there's I, nothing I, I can turn I, up on my end. I'm not hearing it. God damn it, Juxta! Why am I not hearing it? I don't know. It's on. Fix it, Juxta. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just flip some knobs and <laughs> some levers. <laughs> oh, that's all we ask, and and that it works, obviously. Just get it right. I know you haven't been here in a, two weeks now. In forever. Has it been two weeks? Well, because we did. That, we had to do that one show from home because of the ice storm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it hasn't been here yeah, specifically. Right. I got, I got what you yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I, I mean, still think he was gone for two weeks. Works fine. Sure works worked fine for me. I mean, two weeks ago I was here. I mean, I was on the show, but you weren't here. In that studio, doesn't matter. What he's <laughs> <laughs> dang. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Nika is dumb. Uh, very truthful name. I yeah, I can't that. hear any of it. It was Nika is dumb. Fuck Nika for talking over me. <laughs> well, okay then. Fuck Juxta for fucking up the sound. You're the one who fucked everything. Look, up, what Nika. did I do? There's literally nothing I can do. I can't just turn up the donations. Like I'll open the Streamlabs, but I've never had to do that in the last couple, like like in a year. Nika, I have not had to open Nika, two Streamlabs. You could do what? better. Can in, you do better? In the words of Kratos, expect the unexpected and keep your expectations low, boy. What? I thought Kratos was going to say something like, you suck. I mean, that's essentially what it comes to. Because he says that after the boy did something that sucked. No idea what's wrong? Audio Mancer is stumped? Yeah, no, I, I, I've got nothing. He's a stumpy Mancer? I, I don't... Nikki, you should have to open Streamlabs. Yeah, I'll just open it. I'm just curious. Well, no, because now I gotta now I gotta put it all on uh, like it back in and post, and that's oh, just no. the worst. Oh, that's not good. That's the worst. Frumpy raccoon, damn it! This is what happens when you praise Juxta so much. But see, now you shouldn't tell them that because now the donations are gonna roll in. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no! <laughs> Please don't roll <laughs> no. in donations. No, don't make Nero have to do it. Uh, or do or do. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that one I'm frankly stumped by. I mean, I we can still hear it a little bit. I mean, it's just really low. It, it, that wouldn't be picked up on the recording then? No, it's not. I mean, it, it's, it's not. It's going to be too low. It's just not coming. No, it's not coming through. Oh, uh, at all? At all on at yours. All. On yours. Yeah, no. That's weird. I mean, it's not even muted. Like, I would normally be the problem. Are you, are, are you sure? Positive. Yeah, see, it's, it's not even coming through on, on yours at all. Let me try restarting Streamlabs. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for joining us. This is going to be fun. <laughs> for this clusterfuck. Uh, appreciate having you along. Uh, LimitBreakRadio.com to subscribe to the to the podcast this is this this is honestly fucking me all up I, yeah. it, it feels a little disjointed now doesn't it yeah, yeah. no 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 you've you fucked it all up juxta i didn't do it it was nika she started there's it. no way i'm doing this nika all right look it can be both your faults how about that you're both incompetent well i don't want to share but i didn't do anything wrong i don't want to share with nika then then fine take all the blame yourself well i don't want that either well pick one nothing 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 dude there's uh, I, there was a donation there yeah <laughs> I figured since there was no talking but okay i have this is, open this, now. is this is bad this is not good is it something on obs no no it's definitely something going on over there i have no clue no, nothing's muted nothing is muted because it's just it's it's not coming dude it's not coming through at all 
I feel like we we should like restart the show. That's how bad this is. I mean, you fucked up the opening. I did. I fucked up the opening with my with my tarred eyes. <laughs> tarred eyes. I, I, we've we've got to figure this out. I'm, I'm we're we're halting the show. This is the first time that this has ever had. Stand by, chat. Stand by. Who the hell said? Okay, that works. Yeah, I heard the drop. I mean, clearly not. Something. Is it because it's not echoing? That's how we know that it's not coming through? Right. What the fuck? Well, it shows it's coming through on. Yeah, with Streamlabs open, I can hear it, but I don't hear it through the chat. And I am a Or through the. I am a gorgeous girl. Uh. Yes, uh, meter. You hear that? You hear the drops, though, Nika? Yeah, I can hear the drops. And I am a gorgeous girl with big cans. Loud and clear. Right. Uh, there oh, is. this is a test donation there for it is. a dollar. Oh, I hear it now. Yep. What, what was it? It was. It, for I don't. I uh, do. Do you want me to try to explain? Was it Juxta's fault? No. Okay. That's all I need to know. So, I guess we're restarting? Limit break point. <laughs> we can. What do we do? How do how do we <laughs> uh, do we do, do we try to recover this? Cuz I'm not I can't go back and put all those fucking donations in. All Dude, right. that's going to take f- t- uh, so much goddamn time. What if you put right here a reverse sound effect like we just reroute we re- rewound the show and Making start again. Audio constancy. <laughs> Maybe just maintain your audio constancy using the time stone. It's con- constancy? What is that? That would be the tarred voice. Like consistency? That's what he meant, yes, but it's a tarred voice. <laughs> now, this really bugs me. It's, it, it's stuff like this really, really bugs me. I don't, I, 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 I honestly, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I, I mean, do we recover? Do we just try to move on? Let's, you, just, you break, let's just pretend that Gallant is onto something. Well, but what do, you, what do you do for the fucking podcast? The podcast is a failure. Uh, he's given the chat room main a leakage. It's a scam to get donations. Let's just own it. Jump into the LBR news. We got a lot of it. Dude, this is rough. This is rough. I don't know. Dude, I, I, I sort of just feel like we should restart. Let's restart then. I'll not tard eye the opening this time. I mean, you're gonna have to reread it before we leave, anyway. Cause that was that was rough. All right, let's just redo it then. Ah, uh, we're redoing it live, guys. Do your job. Now nah, we'll just recover. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> None of this was funny at all. It wasn't. That was bad. You geeks are so gullible. You don't need to do double drops like that. What do what we do want? Unfair. <laughs> when do we want it? Change. God damn it. Why does anyone pay for this? I don't understand. <laughs> because Ever. They're, they're retarded. How am, I supposed, how am I supposed to try to convince people to donate to our Patreon when we can't even <laughs> open the show properly? To be fair. The first 30 minutes is just us screwing around trying to get things set up properly. And, and getting money for it. <laughs> this is stupid. This is fucking stupid. But, did you even try? But is it not genius that we found a way to capitalize on the stupid? No, because it makes me have to do more work. 
I'm sorry. I thought it was garbage. You know, your fucking garbage is, <laughs> is all your fault. It's totally. This is all on your my fault. fault. This I, is all your fault. Look, I will not own the things that are my mistakes, but I'm definitely not going to own the things that are not my mistakes. It's so, definitely your fault. So, so do I read the opening again, though? No, no, no. Shut, God damn it! Are you a dumb dick? He said I'm going to need to read it at some point. Yeah, at after some the point, show, you when, dumb. Before we leave, God, you're some kind of moron. You know that? Do you have tons of projects? <laughs> oh my god we're not we haven't even brought up the studio yet no because it's probably on fire <laughs> <laughs> look this is what happens when you see something as emotionally crippling as infinity war okay <laughs> this is all the let's, let's brothers just blame fault. it on that this is just what happens uh anyway all right guys thank you for joining us for this train wreck uh, called limit break radio if you want to our viewers have doubled <laughs> <laughs> like come listen to the shit show guys it's hilarious i, I mean honestly like yeah like I, I i understand why people would want to see the destruction of a podcast that's been going for 12 Hashtag years <laughs> we could the ghost of Ascali is here and just ruining everything. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 new card that I have, the postcard, it's, and it's actually going to be the last one because I think it's the best one, uh, definitely features Escalia without actually featuring him. It's even better than the, the Tombstone one from last, uh, last time. This has been a good Patreon plug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on Patreon. You can get that on Patreon. Go pay it. How much? $20 level. $20, $20 level. level. They've be, been designed by Noriko. They are the best we've done. No offense to all of our previous artists. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to take offense how, to how, it. Yeah, I don't know how no, how they wouldn't. Well, to be fair, I don't think any of them listen to the show. And to be extra fair, we were already done with our business with them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Just burn that bridge. Sure, wow. why not? Is that not what we do here on Break Radio? God, you're such an asshole. <laughs> burn bridges anyway guys thanks for joining us uh, appreciate having you along twitch.tv slash limit break radio uh, if you want to join us uh, in in the studio uh, let me bring that up uh, by the way uh, you can do so in uh, the goblet fifth ward plot number 30 um, come downstairs <laughs> hang out <laughs> <laughs> Come downstairs. <laughs> come, down, come downstairs. I swear to God, it's not some sort of like oh, it's definitely weird some rape sort of dungeon weird or something. Dungeon. We don't have we don't have like a penis made out of furniture or anything. <laughs> complete with cum. How have we not? How have we not gotten in trouble with Square Enix GMs for having a penis table, <laughs> a penis stage, various different penis things made out of out of penises? No, we don't. Oh, we don't out of furniture. We don't currently have any penis shaped furniture. Do we? I thought we don't. We yeah, have the dick yeah. stage, don't we? Yeah, stage. It's, no, stage D. No, it's the no. You almost said it. You it's said what dick you're stage. About. It's the dick stage. hundred oh. percent. So it's anyway, my dick. Uh, yeah. Come join us in our come join us layer of um. I don't know weirdness. That's putting it lightly. Depravity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could probably if you emote enough, maybe the eye cam will look at you and not a lamp, and you'll be famous. Just kidding. Or something. It's, it's like always that. a lamp. <laughs> there is a lot of lamp. I could probably repurpose the the furniture downstairs so you can like jump down into the basement but not get out. Yes. Is that a thing we should do? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. I like that idea. All right, I'll do that. And and make sure you fill the floor with white uh jelly. 
I don't rugs. have the gill for that. <laughs> I'm going to need a gill infusion. Uh, I just I just think it would be funny if they jump down into a room they can't get out of and it's just filled with cum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The cum pit. I'm coming! I'm coming! Origin story for the cumminer. Who... <laughs> Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, yeah, so if you want to join us uh, in Eorzea, <laughs> dear God, what is even happening anymore? Goblet, fifth word, plot number 30. Uh, also, you can subscribe to the uh, podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And uh, if you want to support this madness, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, even a dollar a month helps us uh, to be able to do this. <laughs> Question <Fail>? mark? <laughs> Make mistakes live? I feel like we're going to lose money for this, if anything. Uh, I mean, if the well, world is just, we would. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, well, th- at least Crimson is having fun. This episode so far is better than a lot of Stormblood. I, I agree with that. That's not hard. Um, yeah. Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, it does support the show. Um, so if you like what we do here, then uh, head on over to Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. <sighs> All right, we got a lot of news to check out. Let's uh, let's find out what's going on in FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. And so it continues. New items have been added to the cash shop. Ballin'. Among them are the ever coveted Nika Blart Mall Tank Flaming Segway Mount. Yes, I need this. Bam! Of course, of you course do. you do. I didn't even see that that was the thing. I'm so excited. Well, I might have to buy also, it right now. Can you can you also equip the mustache item every time you ride it? <laughs> you should. You <laughs> should. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yay! Uh, they've also added a pretty cool barding and uh, some armor sets called uh, Nezha. Um, I'd actually the, the armor sets in the barding actually look pretty cool and personally I would have loved to have picked them up in game but the fact that they just decided to throw them into the cash st- the uh, cash shop instead uh, did, yeah. I find it really they, hard to fund are they based on something yeah, I, I think, think you would have to I, tell us that. I think this is all like the Chinese stuff that was added well, for whatever. Some of it was, but I don't remember some of these. Yeah, I don't remember the armor sets. Obviously, the flaming Segway was, but uh, the armor sets themselves, uh, I don't know. Those, oh, those yeah. look kind of new. I know what they? the Nezha is. That's the next place we're going to go to in the next expansion. So they're giving us uh, all the stuff early. Is Wait, is that for real or is that you trying to make a joke? That's me predicting the future. Oh, oh, oh this is a Juxtadamus moment. <laughs> You don't have a thunder drop? How do you not have a thunder drop? You are Juxtadamus. You are the only one who would use the thunder drop. Yeah, I like the Look look, look how disappointed he is right now. Like, he's actually like, why don't I? Yeah, why don't you? And and (laughs) why do you think these armor sets look cool? I don't think they look cool at all. (laughs) I mean, compared to, like, previous stuff that we've had, as, like, the overall, you're right, maybe not, but I'd I'd love to be able to, like, add these into... The uh, the glamour stuff that I have and like use you yeah know, you can mix and match things stuff, so yeah. I like I like like the the pants are like knee cutoffs and the little crop jacket is a lot oh, oh, and the yeah, oh the shorts are cool what it's, the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> it's a lot better than Did look also, here's another uh, do you also miss do you also miss shopping at Pacific Sunwear as well <laughs> someone made what? a I'm just talking uh, about Sora, mixing and matching Sora cosplay out of that apparently yeah I bet you could <laughs> that's cool I bet you could that's the reason Tetis, why it sucks Tetis would really really like that that fucking glamour no they're, they're they're too even you have to cut one off at like the thigh 
Besides, Titus had uh, his own costume added for FanFest. Uh, now, now, Juxta, there's actually something uh, you were you were asking about behind the scenes. You said you'd love Dude, the, to what, be able the to. Bell, the belly cutoff jackets? What the fuck is... Uh, I'm taking issue with you saying that these are in any way cool. Oh, sorry, they don't have enough so fucking determined not enough, to be cool about enough it. fucking spikes in black for you. They don't. That's exactly the problem. Okay, Juxa, you you were asking like you said you wanted someone to come up with like a, a chart, like a timeline of all this stuff added to the cash shop. Yeah, that's something I've been interested interested in seeing too because I feel like the the the, the uh, Final Fantasy 14 cash shop has to have by this point more stuff in it than like the World of Warcraft. Cash oh, shop. definitely. That's been around for how long? At this point, they've been adding stuff like every week, right? Well, about every every week, other week. But I'd say they they add optional items at least twice a month. That's probably fair, right? Every other week. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, and I guess some people just find this okay. Like that that that's fine. We're not gonna have things develop for other stuff. Oh my god, look at that! that is terrible. <laughs> Jesus, Mika, why do you want these? Want what? The fucking mold tank. <laughs> I just segue. want the, the mount. That's it. Why? Because it's fucking flaming wheels. It's like the chick from Big Hero Six with fire on her feet. At least it's she's sweet. consistent. That is the uh, reason she gave us last time. All right. Yeah, it's awesome. Like that was she was the best character anyway. Did and you notice now... the goddamn chocobo has them too? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, what? They're not on fire. Look at the chocobo. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> but but remember, chocobo barding comes in three separate forms. So you can just not put the wheels on them. The, the wheels aren't even on fire. What purpose do the wheels serve? <laughs> they spin. When you stop, they keep spinning. No, no, no. Are they like I, no, the, no, these are these are brilliant. You know what these are? These are foot shields. Foot shields? Foot shields against flanking attacks. That is so brilliant against uh ants, I guess. <laughs> I think I think that this is the Aorzean version of wheelies. Those stupid sneakers that had wheels in the those heel. Those are so cool. No, heelies is that what they're called? Whatever what the fuck, yeah. I don't know. I wanted to get those when they came out, and they didn't go up to my size <laughs> <laughs> because you were like twenty three. Oh, we were at college together. <laughs> oh yeah, that could, was college. Could, hold wasn't on, it? could you imagine Chris <laughs> Juxta trying to use those though, and just like smashing into a dumpster or something? Bro, I did see people around campus using them, and I just—I've never wanted to dump somebody's books more. But I've they never, were, but they were I've too never, fast for you to catch. I've never, I've never had the compulsion <laughs> to give somebody a wedgie and a swirly at the same time as seeing a grown fucking man. Wearing Heelys? Jesus. Those are so cool. I want to throw you in a river. (laughs) Let's move on. So if you guys recall... Nika, I want to throw you in a river! What? (laughs) Because you want to wear these in Eorzea. Because you want the Heelys of Eorzea. Fucking stupid. Are we done? No. Get it out of your system. I'm angry. Uh, you're always angry. I'm more angry. Repress it. Juxta fucked up the beginning of the show. <laughs> Bro, you gotta back off now. No, fuck you. <laughs> Bro, you gotta back off now. I'll fucking punch you. <laughs> Bro, you gotta back off now. <laughs> so you need to you- assign more drops <laughs> to that drop board. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I was gonna do that today, but I couldn't. Why couldn't you? We were talking Infinity War. <laughs> Because apparently we can't talk about it on this episode of show. No, we can't. Why? Because A, spoilers. B, like, this is not. A, don't care. 
This is not the place to talk. We're probably going to talk about it on the Checkpoint podcast this week. Yeah, okay, that's fair. B, and you're not on it. That's an important part of that. I don't equation. like that party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fuck off. B, next uh, opening I do, I'm going to make it have Infinity War in there. So I'll bring it in there with the Revengers. That's already a thing. For what? Three. Is it? Yeah. Thor for- 3. We're making our own team called the Revengers. You know what? We don't need a team name. I'm going to make it the, the Defenders. No, that's just dang it. <laughs> you You're really it. bad at this. The Souflenders? <laughs> All right, so if you recall from last week, we mentioned that Yoshida... Just blow your mind? Stop it. And Soken will be doing a stream on a North American server to help promote the upcoming Aorzean <laughs> Symphony and to let players... Symphony? Symphony. Symphony. What, what is a right. symphony? It's not called that anymore, guys. He's got the tarred mouth. <laughs> <laughs> They were going to let players suggest names. Oh, God. So, firstly, going, bros? <laughs> to uh, address Nika's concerns from last week, saying, well, it already has a name. They're actually renaming it to this new one. Uh, so, it's no longer. Why the, are they renaming it? They already got a name. <laughs> it's no longer the Eorzean Symphony. Yoshida, Soken, and they had another special guest. Guess who's not dead, guys? Koji Fox was on the stream, too. Oh, what? good. Yeah. So, was, he's alive. Maybe, maybe he had a baby. Men can't have babies. <laughs> okay, but his wife could have one. Is he married? I <laughs> I don't know. I would assume that, not. There's a whole lot know, of presuming have, going on here. If I have a baby every time I'm absent, Koji has one when he's absent. That's because you're a woman. That's very. Yeah, but he was gone for a long time, like like a maternity link. That's very sexist, Nika. Yeah. Wow. What? All right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I want really to. I want, I want hashtag me too. That's the right application of this, right? Yeah. I want you to play. A, <laughs> I want to play a little game here, guys, because they actually chose four suggestions out of the chat, and I'm going to tell you what they are. Then you have to tell me which one you think was chosen as the new name. All right. So uh, these are the potential names. There was the Heidelin Philharmony. Who's Phil? The Crystal Caravan. Heidelin's Hamstrings or the 7th Astral Orchestra. I like Heidelin's Hamstrings. Oh, bad. <laughs> they're, what do you mean they're all bad? Actually, it, I, I don't know. The 7th Astral Orchestra is that's, not not terrible. That's the only one I could think could possibly win. And that's, that's pro- the one that they went. Oh, good. That's, 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 yeah. that's yeah. fine. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good horrible. with that. So it's now H- called... Heidelin's Hamstrings? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Is it like honey glazed or is it just like the pulled pork? Yeah, so uh, the dawn of the seventh astral uh, um, orchestra. orchestra is what they're calling it now. And and for those of you who are have a chance to go to either the uh, Los Angeles showing or the one in Germany, Susan Calloway will be oh, there to damn. do the vocals for Answers and Dragon Song. What about a Stormblood Song? What, what is it called? Nobody Re- Re- Revolutions. Re- is it? Nobody, uh, nobody like that song. Uh, Re- Rebellion. Like that song. No. What? You. Really, Nika? Okay, we obviously I lie. Love, I'm Nika, that Nika, 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 doesn't buy Nika. But we obviously do a lot of lying on this show, but you don't have to lie about this. <laughs> no, I liked it just nowhere near as much as the other two. Uh, well, Nika, you you will be excited to know that uh, they will also be performing uh, Oblivion as well, the Shiva song that they never play for you. Yeah, I'll be excited if they put other U.S cities other than just LA. Yeah, well, so far it's just LA and uh, the one in Germany. But if you want uh, more information, the post for this on the Lodestone was actually super super long. Talked a lot about the stream and stuff like that, and uh, they also have a complete set list of all the songs that they will be performing, so go check that out. Uh, we've also received word on when the next live letter will take place, and it's just around the corner. May 11th, and of course the topic will be Patch 4.3 Part 2. The special guest for this letter will be Asumi Matsuno, who is the CEO of 
Algebra Factory? Oh, I hate algebra. And renowned game designer. Uh, he'll be talking about the forthcoming return to the Ivalice raid, the Ridorana Lighthouse, and all questions you can submit, uh, you know, he will choose from and have to do with that. So, Am, am I supposed to know who this is? Matsuno? I, I have no He's idea. the guy who made yeah. Ivalice. He's one of the oh, Ivalice guys. Yeah. okay. But I didn't realize that a, a, a game a game company is called Algebra Factory? Apparently. That that's a weird worst, name. It's a terrible name. That's, that, it is it's like, awful. oh, I that's definitely awful. don't want to play those games yep. and uh, we've also seen some more updates to the 4.3 website they've added a, a little bit here for us to maybe dive into concerning of course the Ivalice raid it says uh, and it does I think give us a little bit more of a clue or insight into why we're going next remember a lot of us were like what the fuck is supposed to come next in the story so it says on the website south of Rabinasty is a remote corner of the Valnard Sea <laughs> gapes a fathomless maw <laughs> gay you said nard <laughs> you know how I know you're Day. Is that not what it says? Valnard. It is the Valnard Sea. Because you want Valsnards to gape for you. For centuries has slowly devoured the world around it. Well, we heard that you're gay. <laughs> Rito Rana. Whether you believe the cataract natural wonder or demon toward gate to the very underworld, journeys to her edge should be made with the utmost caution, seeing as none who have stumbled into the darkness have ever returned to tell their tale. An ancient spire once used by the Dalmascans as a lighthouse rises defiantly above the churning waters to warn for thoughtful and foolhardy alike. It is into this spire that the transformed Bagamon has has fled it is into this hell that you must follow so did he take something we gotta follow Bagamon. didn't he take alma he did didn't he kidnapped alma damn it so it's just yeah. a rescue mission that's it yeah that's kind of lame you're lame that's super lame yeah but i mean the 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 narrative that holds these raids together is never great that's i uh, yeah all right one's i guess not that's fair. bad compared mm. to previous ones though We'll see. Okay. I was I was re- I was saying what, that about Void Arc until about the third one, and then I went, "Oh god!" Well, hold on. She, you know, compared terrible. to Omega, she's not wrong. Okay, but that doesn't make it good. That's also fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the, compared to Alexander, <laughs> Nika, what's your favorite part about the about the uh, Evilise narrative? What do you mean? Like, there you go. Can you I don't just have enjoy anything. it. Can you even? No, I mean, name? I just think it's. I just think that it has an interesting enough story, and it ties really. Like my favorite part is actually the fact that it's not only canon to fourteen, but also to Evelisa's lore, and I'm really excited that they managed to weave it in without it being like an alternate universe named Evelise. Like that's what I think is cool. But you sounded have an answer. very confident about that answer. <laughs> I am. I am extremely confident. I've actually talked about this multiple times to people who are like, "Oh, I hear Evilise is in fourteen, and I like go off about it every time. I was like, "Yeah, it's actually canon. Like, this is a legit thing. I have a real reason. Like, this is that is my favorite thing." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the way she ah, trails off every sentence. I'm really confident about this. Just, you know. oh, no, yeah, sorry, no, no, no. You sound confident. <laughs> that's fine. No, no that's, that's it's not fine. A, a lack of confidence. Take off your clothes. <laughs> Okay. Jesus, <laughs> they also talk about some of the additional updates that we can look forward to, such as the cross world link shell saying bridge the gap between worlds with the new cross world link shell it's system. Because, you know why? Keeping in touch with friends in the same data center has never been easier because the worlds aren't big enough to sustain an actual player economy. Well, oh, the yeah. only way this will help me is if you can invite them to a party from the link shell list. If you still can't do that, I hope you still have to make party finders. Just make a party find That is Nico. so Square Enix. Yeah. That is so Square Enix. It removes Enix. having to message each person individually and lets me just message the password to the link shell chat. But still, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I usually just put the password in there. Anyway. Just say it in Discord. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I, I mean, obviously, we'll we'll start up a limit break radio cross world link shell for. But I mean, mm, okay. you can only have like sixty people in it so far. They're going to expand it. Sixty-four. Later. Yeah. So here's the problem. What's if, the point? If you are on Sargantanas, you can't be in this because then we're just going to get super. Okay. Hold, really hold, 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 hold what, on. Hold what, on. What? What? That's like assuming there's sixty-four LBR people that actually play this game still. Maybe there's not. I'm telling you, it's been a ghost town when I'm on. I mean, if we ask in the chat right now how many people actually are still subscribed, I'm not sure we'll reach 64. Oof. But uh. No, I'm telling you, there has been a big, like, the rating scene right now has been mostly in the party finder. I've been, like, rating with a ton of different people trying to do, like, the, the pug game is pretty strong on 05, 06, and 07. You know why all of the rating is done in party finder? It's because statics keep breaking up because people are leaving this game, Nika. You're probably not wrong. It, That's it, the only reason you can rate. Or it's the only fair, way it's you can fairly rate. alarming how how abrupt the drop off of players is uh, post Eureka. You know, like which is really sort of sad and alarming, considering that that uh, Nero, you know, you really liked Eureka, and you know, I'm I'm actually really into it as well. And even after doing all of Eureka, so even when they put in a piece of content that people enjoy and are excited for, there is still this sharp drop off. Two, three weeks. Two, afterwards. three weeks out. Yeah. No, it's no, no. It has no longevity. Exactly. That's exactly it. And I mean, I would say that Eureka had more longevity than most FF14 content, but even still doing it fairly casually, I was able to breeze through the 20 levels and get all of the gear that I needed. Dude, I was checked out the week that we had that show after I heard our first caller already had a level 20. And I'm like, if that's how long this is going to well, take. Well, no, but I think I think that that's actually kind of good because you can either poop sock the system or take your time or like take I'm your, doing. Yeah, or take yeah. your time with it. And and both methods are are somewhat viable, but not just that, like you can't poop sock tomes. You've got that weekly that weekly cap and I mean, I've actually been capping out fairly most weeks since what was he made it? me four do point, a dungeon last since four point two. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was a uh, hell's lid. Yeah, that's what I've been getting every time that I've been queuing. But I even I even capped this week too, and I still you know I I still don't quite have all of my three sixty. I've still got my uh, my right side to fill out. So you know what I mean? Like I I, I sort of feel like. It, you know, if you have the option to pace that way, mm-hmm. then then oh, it's it's better it's better to give that option than to not have it whatsoever. Right, hundred yeah. percent. I, I mean, because that's that's pretty much the only method. I mean, unless you were raiding, that was the only way to kind of sidestep the tone. You know, the tone grind. So, you know, I I actually do think that Eureka solved a couple of different complaints. My and, complaint was that if you the re, even if you poop socket, it you should not have gotten twenty in a week. I think it should have been longer. I I I I agree. Uh, I don't know that the that the distribution was exactly where it needed to be, but mm-hmm. I I think Square Enix people uh, Square Enix Square Enix wanted people to feel like the grind wasn't that severe because they tend to be for the relic weapons. It wasn't that bad, but people were still crying and moaning about it in no, the first couple days. Of course they do. Well, fuck those people. Because people are stupid, and they cry and moan about things that they don't want to do. 
They also talked a little bit about the the glamour dressers, uh, and really the biggest thing of note here is that anything that you turn into a glamour can now be restored into its original form. Oh, so. thanks, Square Enix. <laughs> Thank you for that. Enough to, enough to make you resub, Juxta? Oh, yeah, that's going to make me resub. You, you know, sarcasm, hashtag it. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. No, and you're then, supposed to use a sarcastic voice. <laughs> now I look foolish. <laughs> it was actually a pretty good impression, dude. Come on, that's not bad. Wow. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the guest books. Uh, it's only one step removed from Mother Dragon over here. <laughs> wondering if friends drop by your estate to say hello, leave a guest book to sign and wonder no longer. Perhaps you'll even find thoughtful notes from an unexpected caller. I'm not sure what that means. But, so we can, uh, we can leave a guest book and people can leave dick jokes on it. This is hey. actually, yeah, this is actually <laughs> so far the thing I'm most excited about and actually being able to see it because I'm like, how the fuck is a guest book supposed to work? But if people can actually stop by and leave us messages, we can start reading guest book entries on air. I would love to Isn't do that. Isn't that cool? I would love to do that. That is so awesome. Yeah. And uh, that's that's really all there is as far as what's been added to the uh, to the 4.3 website there. Guest books. That's what I'm most excited for out of all this bullshit. Yeah, I, I can. I, I mean, guest books are something to be mm-hmm. excited about. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's all there is for the news. Now, uh, Ed, uh, Anir, as you had mentioned uh, earlier, Juxta wasn't here last week. Uh, we actually had a, a pretty, I think, good and adult conversation. Probably because he wasn't here last week. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it was. It a, was productive. There you go. That's the word I need. It was a very productive show. Ew. Um, I'm sorry. Everything worked. You know, I'm, technically. <laughs> Wow. I didn't fuck up the whole beginning Let's of the show. Complain about I it. am going to complain about it. Actually, it seems like you're boasting, not complaining. I mean, we were able to get it back on track. Yeah. That's well, because that's. Yeah, I you was. were able to. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're welcome for that. But anyway, no, just, uh, you're welcome for that. The question because no. you would have had to be here 25 minutes longer today. No. Where's welcome for that? <laughs> Jesus, you're an idiot. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Question that I wanted to ask you was a discussion we had last week, and uh, it was actually a Nero had had brought this up. What do you have to see from Square Enix at the next at the next Fan Fest to to be reinvested in the game? Because you're you're not you're not even paying a sub right now, are you? No. Yeah. So what's it going to take to to bring you back into the folds of Eorzea? Oh gosh. Um. All right. Well, what would take from Square Enix? And keep in mind, I have no. Uh, I believe Scoring will never do this. Oh, right. No expectations. Right. It's okay. not happening. But right. what would need to happen? They would have to completely and utterly revamp the combat system. <laughs> not, not like what? 100% revamp it, but like, you know how like in World of Warcraft, they would like change the talent system drastically and then one uh, expansion, they even took it out and they re-implemented re-impl- mm-hmm. it back in. They'd have to do that on something of that scale. To okay. this game, okay, and not I the see. combat revamp that we that had. wasn't a combat revamp. That was fucking bullshit. That, that was yeah. stat redistribution, mm-hmm. and Square and Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft does that every expansion. Yeah, it was it was a pruning of the ability bloat more than anything. Yeah, and they got rid of what they was just it, put it. They just put it into like better animated bars. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I'm they, not even talking about that. I'm talking about like the stat re, uh, stat adjustments where they added direct hit and oh, took out that accuracy. Shit. It was okay. more of like a stat crunch than anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was that that's not that does not count as a combat revamp square enix take notes so 
So, uh, what well, I, I mean, it, what is it about FF14's battle system that you would want to see revamped? It's not necessarily like what specific things I want revamped. It would be Square Enix showing us that they are actually willing to take risks and wanting to change the game. Maybe it's not better this time, but just the fact that they want to just try to change something and make it new and fresh. Because right now, this is the stalest game ever because we know exactly how every combat's going to work out. And, and, you know, okay, I can kind of see where you're coming from. And uh, let me ask you this, because I feel like Eureka is sort of them attempting to do that, but is the reason that doesn't speak to you is because it feels like they've played it safe by being like, oh yeah, we're going to change a bunch of stuff, but put it in a bubble over here so it doesn't affect anything. That-ish, but I don't feel like it even changed all that much. Like, it made monsters harder, kind of-ish, and it added this elemental wheel, which doesn't really do much. Like, you just make sure that your attacking is on the right one and you're defending if your healer is on the right one. You don't even and have to do that in the NM train, by the way. Oh, you don't have to do that anymore? No, I always forget. So, pretty much not, yeah. <laughs> so, like, what are you really... What's really changed about this thing? Well, again, I, I, you know, I'm going to go back to this. Uh, with a system like Eureka, this is where Square Enix could really benefit from a PTR. Because if you understand how your community is going to end up using the systems that you're implementing, I think that that would give you an ability to course correct early on mm -hmm. and and not look like you're changing or nerfing the system after it's already out. Yeah. Because Square believe... Enix is really gun shy about nerfing shit. Yeah. Uh, Juxta, do you believe that during any of the internal testing that there were 164 people testing Eureka? Maybe they had one, quote, stress test. One where they just had, like, everyone on board playing 14. Maybe. It's within their capabilities that they could have done that. I don't know if they actually did or not. Probably not. Had they done that, though, even if it was for a week, two weeks, they might have realized, like, oh, it's easier to just basically everybody form up and just go from NM camp to NM camp to NM camp. I mean, you guys, like, say they don't have any forethought, but... What makes you think this isn't intended Square Enix? Like, what this isn't what Square Enix intended for Eureka is horrible NM trains. Because that's basically what hunts are, right? And they just kind of ported hunts yeah. into Eureka. I mean, that would. I kind of feel like it's uh, uh, insulting Square Enix's intelligence. Disingenuous on by, their part by, by say saying, oh, we didn't, whoops, we didn't mean for <laughs> this to happen. <laughs> Have oh. they even said that? Have they even said that they didn't intend for these hunt trains, or are we just assuming? No, they we're did? just assuming. Yeah, yeah, I guess we are. I kind of think that Square Enix kind of planned for this to happen, so that way everyone kind of has quote uh, easy fast track to Level Eureka's 20. end game. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. I guess it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I, I, it's it's hard to say, mostly because, I don't know. Because none of us are Square Enix employees. Yeah. but And and they've been guilty of that kind of laziness in the past. Mm -hmm. It could go either way, in my opinion. But don't you think if, if they did want something different out of the system, that a public test realm would be the easiest way to do that? It would show them giant flaws in their plan right if they were flaws to begin with yeah. if, they, if it wasn't already intended 
Okay, I guess that's fair. So, uh, Juxta wants a, a completely different game. Not a completely <laughs> different game, but like, just have something that like makes our characters unique from one another with like different talents or abilities or something. Anything. So you want a talent tree? I mean, it doesn't have to be a talent tree, but if that's what Square Enix is going to give us for round one, then sure, give us a talent tree. So that my horrible Dark Knight is slightly slightly underleveled than yours, but otherwise it's completely the same. Right. I mean, that's I, I guess that's fair. You know, most other MMOs have some kind of binary option of like upgrading skills mm-hmm. or, you know, added effects, added bonuses. There, there are different builds that you can go with inside of each class that you right that you can make. Uh, but the difference in other games like like World of Warcraft, if you're a rogue, that's it. You're a rogue, so I feel like they kind of have to give you sort of different playstyles and options. In FF14, you can be any class you want. If you don't like how your Dark Knight's playing, switch to a warrior tank. But the problem with that is in Final Fantasy, your job identification is so, so much stronger, I feel, in Final Fantasy than in like World of Warcraft. Because Nika is samurai slash paladin. That's that's what she is. That's who she is as like a person. You, you are thief slash ninja. That's who you are, Kahlo. I am Red Mage. Like, that job distinction is so, so strong that people will play their class even if it's the most fucking basic, boring-ass shit in the world. But but here's what, here's what Square Enix is afraid of, though, is that they don't want a situation where they go, oh, you're what type of Dark Knight? You're what type of warrior? I don't want you in my party. There is a flaw in that logic, though, because that only applies... At pretty much raid levels. Mm-hmm. And if that's only affecting one percent, I'll, I'll be generous. Yeah. Let's say five percent. Okay. Wow. I'll be generous. I'll wow. be generous. If that only affects five percent of your population, is that a good idea? You know? I and I was thinking about this the other day. When was the last time you kicked somebody from a dungeon party? Only when they're idiots. Only when they have uh 1,351 DPS as a Dark Knight. Actually, the last time... 1,951. The last time I remember actually <laughs> kicking miss. someone from a party, uh, we were in... Uh, it was a, a, a raid. I don't think it was before the the raid roulette, so it must have been when we had the three parties. And um, as a joke, someone had uh, uh, initiated a vote Ugh. to kick on Juxta. That yeah. was Senpai. And Senpai was the deciding vote and said yes kick him on the final boss that happened good yeah and and he was right to do that here's the thing though is that there's really only like one of two valid reasons to kick somebody from uh, a rando party that you queued from either they're being a mouthy idiot or they're being an actively bad player and fucking up the run for you right no one in the history of this game has gone oh i queued in with a dark knight tank let's kick him you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that the the job uh, job combinations and and party composition for 95 percent of this game does not matter in iota yeah Ah, I remember when we uh, did the, I don't think you were there, but I was on uh, stream when I did it, and one of uh, our peons had misheard what I told him to go as, and so we went in with three DPS and a healer, and we were fine. You were fine. Yeah. So, you know, when when you think about things like, oh, well, having, a, having some kind of skill tree is going to... Um, 
impact people that don't pick the one standardized class, the one, the best possible, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, path, the opt- path, optimal path, uh, optimal maximum path, DPS, that they're going to be discriminated against somehow, maybe at a raid level, maybe. And, Maybe. And only if people are actually parsing that raid because you know how parses are banned in this game. Oh fuck. Well, why don't we why don't we get into that shit? <laughs> right? We're already because on, high and shit. Because on on Twitter, apparently somebody had posted a nude mod or something that some kind of creepy shit that they had made for FF14. Wow, that is totally gross. Where would you even get one of these nude mods for? Uh, I need to go look, check this out because I don't even believe that. That doesn't even sound <laughs> true. Uh, give us a link in the chat. So apparently, someone had posted screenshots using that nude mod on Twitter. And then when they were logged on, a GM reached out to him and said, yeah, you you can't do that. What? How sketchy is that? How weird is that? And and the part of this that bothers me is that the community team and Yoshi P will go out of their way to congratulate raid teams that actively show screenshots that have ACT on the screenshot. Parses, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's no consistency. That's, At all. That's definitely the, the biggest part of it because he, he goes on to specify, and, and I don't think, at least in the screenshot that we got, um, I don't think that they had mentioned specifically what screenshot it was, but the, 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 the person who was being uh, acted upon said... I get why a nude mod, you know, would would you'd run it to be deleted, right? But they go on to ask a few questions. The and, GM and, specifically cited a mod as the issue, mm-hmm, right? Right, and and that's when the person said, like, I get nude mods, but goes on to ask a little bit more, and the GM is like, look, our policy basically says that if you take an image from Final Fantasy fourteen, redistribute it somewhere, and alter it in any way, or hide the watermark then you are in violation of this very rule. Right. But I feel like after how many years is the first time that we've heard anything Wait, like hiding this Hiding the happening? watermark is a thing? It is? Well, yeah. I'm at- well, because when I take screenshots on Steam, they don't. Like, Steam has a legal way of taking screenshots, and that doesn't put the watermark on there. Uh, apparently, I do it all the that, time. Uh, Nika, vi- I'm going to I, report you to Square yeah, Enix now, right now. now Square reporting, I, reporting. Because I, uh, I know Nika is logged on right now. I, I expected GM to reach out and contact her over this issue. I mean, I'm actually curious. Issue if the GM wants to talk to me, I would love to talk about do, this because I'm very curious. Now. Do the same thing that you did in the mod situation and just issue her a warning. Uh, her name is Nika Kayanian, <laughs> our Sargatanis server. But again, they would have to change the way that Steam screenshots worked in this That's game. That's K A N A Y I A N. But there are people there. There are people who have gotten GM messages from just having risque photos of their character put on Twitter. Not even a mod in you know like fapping involved, the realm. Fapping the realm. But there's that whole article in Kotaku about like the. The sex clubs and stuff, like you know, but I, I think that stuff makes Square Enix really uncomfortable. Do you think Square Enix has now gotten the sense that they ha- that this game has acquired an image of being filled with nothing but smut, furries, and weeaboos? Because that's a lot of times that's what I hear as like, oh, that's that furry game. <laughs> I've heard that what? before. Yeah. Wow. I've never the, heard it's that. It's got the cat girls in it. That's some furry shit, right? Like, yeah, dude, I've heard that. 
I also learned that I'm secretly a furry. So, you know, because this game definitely does have a weird reputation from people who have never played it. Between the weird articles on Kotaku. Yeah. Remember that one article where the the guy was like, yeah, I joined a, a, a free company and it was all, you know, 40 year old men going, ooh, Stop. Right? <laughs> oh, 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 hey, here you go. Look, uh, uh, part of that chat, uh, the, the player said, so modding is prohibited. And they reply, any use of third-party programs is a direct violation of the Final Fantasy XIV rules and policies. Please note that third-party program use is a violation regardless of whether any screenshots, images, or videos of the third-party program used are posted in public or or private. So the fact that you specifically said that that you know when a, a world first posts a video or posts screenshot that has ACT all over it, they're congratulated. Yep, they should be all banned. That's they should a, be. Th- that's a pretty significant double fucking standard. So I guess my request to the world firsters from now on is to have nude mods along with ACT <laughs> and see if you get banned after that. Oh, actually, hey, the, the player actually says uh, when they asked if you have any further uh, 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 comments or concerns, they said, I just don't think it's fair to target me when ACT has been around for years and there have been uh, uh, videos, public videos of world first clears, blah, 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 blah. You know, so basically uh, brings up that same point. Uh, please always feel welcome to report any third-party program use that you become aware of so that we uh, may investigate it and take the appropriate actions based on the evidence we find. So, so, so Square Enix just go, oh. So, Squ- okay. <laughs> so Square Enix wants you to be a narc. But they're not denying that there is a double standard here. Why do we even need to narc? You've seen it. You've you con- commented on you it. You congratulated them. You've clearly seen the picture. I have to believe. I have to believe that the GMs at Square Enix are better than this. Hold on. Are we defending ERP nude mods right now? Kind of. A little bit. Ugh. But I do kind of understand, like, if you have nude mods and post them online, that is, like, a really weird reputation they probably don't want. But, like, it just seems like if you're using it privately, like, I used to dat mod in 11 all the time. I used to give, like, change my race. I used to give myself, like, Eunice clothes. Nika Kayanian on the Sergeant Tannis server. I don't play 11 anymore. But, um, like, but it was never anything that was ever posted anywhere else. It was only just for my private use. And, like, people, there were, like, websites devoted to modding FF11, and those never got shut down. So, like, I don't know, like, if it's private and nobody's seeing it, what the issue is. Like, remember, Samus got, ban- like, banned from Twitch once for streaming nude mods on 14, right? Ah, that's right. That did happen. I, I feel like if it's streamed like that, I understand the the company not wanting that reputation. But in private use, I don't see an issue. But I don't know. I, it's it's just, it's a double standard. Like, to, to have to have a GM, you know, pull basically pull you over to tell you that, hey, what you're posting on social media, not what you've actually done in the game that they can read or verify through the game files or through your computer through some GM tool. But, hey, I noticed you posted this on Twitter. You don't you don't think you don't think that's a little Alarming? You don't think that's a little draconian on the part of Square Enix? Yeah, yeah you know. It, it, How could they even confirm that that was that person's actual character? That they didn't just find that screenshot somewhere and posted it because well, they oh, liked it. Here, here's the thing, though. What, what they're saying is that whether the proof is 
public or private. The actual violation itself isn't posting it. It's doing the mod. So regardless of if let's say that you take a, a picture of nude Anira wearing his Odin mask, right? And then juxtaposts it, right? If it says Anira Grigori, they're going to look up Anira Grigori because he's the one who violated it. Yeah, but if you mod your client and then walk up to somebody else's character, take a picture of their character. Oh, that's fair. In first person view, you know, like there. how do you verify any of this shit? That's the yeah, dangerous. That's pretty sketch. That's the dangerous part of enforcing anything through social media. You know, uh, uh, recently, uh, the Overwatch devs, and this is actually a few months ago, had, had mentioned that you know they're taking their their uh, their modding and their policing of the community. You know, because obviously people say that it's one of the more toxic ones out there to the next level by even like you know looking up like YouTube videos and stuff like that. And if they see really 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 bad examples of it, you know, taking action for that. And I was on the really kind of. On the fence, and I knew that I was probably being uh, uh, very uh, uh, hypocritical about this, but the idea that, you know, toxic people were getting what was coming to them was enough for me. But you're right. This kind of makes me change my view on, honestly, all of it, because should you really be using evidence from from outside of your game to police it? Because I thought they said before that, like, if if someone harasses someone off the game or if someone says they did something on Facebook and you give it to them, they're not going to be able to do anything with it because they don't have official proof. It could be well, apparently. Yeah, apparently that's bullshit. Yeah, that that does seem really bizarre. Unless somebody reported him specifically, but even still, their only proof would be out of the game, not in the game. So exactly. How do you enforce this? So so is it okay, so long as we don't use any types of mods, everything that we use is within the game and the watermark remains on there, we can still do whatever we want. So fapping the realm was okay. I don't know. Wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I, I, I don't know. Do did, we want to try to, say do we want to bring it back to find out? Did it say altering images in any way is not allowed? Correct, yeah. Like even like color enhancement or like, I just feel like so many people Photoshop and make like really, really good looking screenshots on Instagram, but they use like filters and editing software to make their pictures look really good. And that helps promote the game well. You know, you like, know, are they not allowed to do that? Technically, when we uh, uh, when I made that there, there was a banner. Well, fuck, there's been tons of banners that we've made for episodes where we've used in-game screenshots, yeah. right? Technically. And we've altered all of those. We, we yeah. are in uh, violation. I take screenshots every time I'm getting to level 70 because I'm going to make like this epic collage of being 70 on every single job. And I, every single time I'm enhancing the violation, I'm changing the shadows. That's like, N-I-K-A. am I going to get banned? For that? <laughs> <laughs> I, like honest, but honestly though, this is, like, I just want to show them how much of a no lifer I am on their game and they won't let me do that. <laughs> like, come on. I, honestly, though, this is I, I think that, the, you know, there's a huge double standard. And I think that this goes to, you know, a lot of people's point when they go, listen, there's, you know, you've got streamers and, and raiders that are, are, are treated differently by the staff than your average player. And I think that that's really weird. Yeah, you know, look, look, I don't expect them to go around on Twitter or YouTube or whatever and just try and figure out who every single video that ACT is on belongs to, whatever, and, and track everyone down and ban them. That is a little bit too extreme. There's no way that anyone has the manpower for that. But I think what upsets me the most about this, and let me be clear, I don't give a fuck that this person was... Uh, uh, disciplined for posting nude mods. Fucking whatever. Get your ERP bullshit out of here. But you're right. 
The fact that when a world first happens, I have to assume that as the developers of this game, that's something that they're probably into and excited for. So they probably watched these videos or at least seen that screenshot. And the fact that they know we can easily track down who those people are. They're using ACT. You broke the rules, period. How do they not do anything about that, especially with something as visible as world firsting? Yeah. yeah, and like originally I thought it was because, you know, Yoshi P had kind of said like parsers are inherently bad, just don't talk about it. So I kind of figured that seeing it on the world first pages was kind of fallen into that category. But then if they're going to enforce this specifically, that's where the double standard comes from. Yes. Like, I always kind of brush it aside as like, oh, you know, he said as long as we don't talk about it anywhere in the game, they'll kind of overlook it. Like so, I always assumed that was that was the goal. Like that was why. But now that just this just kind of proves that that's not why. So so here's my question then. Going forward, let's say when the next raid comes out, they said, you know, make a put in a uh, a claim or put in a ticket, you know, a report, right? We'll look into it. If enough people were to report uh, the spaces for world firsting the next raid with links to a YouTube video, which is clearly the spaces beating it with ACT, would we see action taken against them? Absolutely not. No, I don't think so. I doubt it just because of how intense the first world competition is and what what that means with the people that follow them and how much outrage there would be and if they ban their world firsters who do they have <laughs> like i just feel like that's that's horrible well i i mean honestly when you when you i mean here's this is this is kind of the problem with you know with twitch and things like that like there are people who have huge megaphones and if they get banned for a slight or uh, you know for something that they think is unjust it's going to force square enix to have the conversation it's going to force them to have the conversation about act or about modding mm-hmm. and they don't want to have it they banned or, or i'm sorry they warned someone that they thought didn't matter enough that no you know that this would happen and and people wouldn't talk about it because no one really knew who they were yeah i think it was a pretty big example because as i was reading through some more of the uh the chat here you know she mentions that so basically i just have to delete all of my twitter now because you know there's a lot of of modded stuff some people really get into that i mean remember even back in ff11 you know modding the scorpion harness to look black because it was more sneaky okay so I should have got banned for that. Well, I mean, but the reality of it is, is that it is Square Enix's game and they can enforce things however they want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Uh, Soraya, which if that's the Soraya we think it is. Hey, what's up? Uh, obviously, she says the standard is that it depends on what they see as damaging to the brand. Someone beating a raid in record time. Great. A nude mod. Oh, think of the children. I personally think that the world firsters should all mod their characters to have nude mods and still post the video and just see what happens. Yeah, except your world firsters aren't going to champion this cause. We want to hear from yeah, you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, you can answer last week's question if you want. Uh, what does Square Enix need to do? Uh, what do they need to announce at FanFest to be able to keep you as a customer? Uh, or you could talk about uh, the, this issue with the nude mods and, you know, uh, uh, strange enforcement on the uh, on the part of the Square Enix team and the, the GM team. I, I, and I think, you know, because I've seen a lot of people talking about this. 
um, you know, uh, a variety of opinions all the way from, well, it's their game. They can do whatever they want to. Well, shouldn't their dogma at least be consistent? And I, I mean, I both of those things are true. I think both of those things uh, can be true at the same time. Um, but, you know, like, I, you know, this this really does leave a sour taste in my mouth, especially as someone who's a content creator for this community. You know, when are we going to be next on that doc? The, um, the thing I immediately thought of when I read this was last week when I made the banner for uh, uh, our last episode. You know, I got a screenshot of uh, Eureka, I think it was. And I remember putting it, you know, pasting it into Photoshop and then lowering it down just a tad so that that watermark was just underneath the line. Because that, 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 that's editing the picture. That, that, that is technically editing the picture. Yes, it is. You're banned. I, <laughs> I'm just still wondering about Damn, seeing screenshots. That's Kahlo really Landis, L-A-N-D-I. <laughs> yeah, D-I-S. Yeah, I know how to spell my name. Because like the, the I have the Steam screenshot set to save in a PNG format rather mm-hmm. than a JPEG. And they save to a separate folder so that way they are higher resolution. Like that's also like how do I just I'm so curious because. They have their game on Steam. They know Steam screenshots is a thing that's allowed. So, and yeah. I also run mine through Steam, even though if I don't have it through Steam, I can still run it through Steam, and I take screenshots through Steam. Yeah, so I, have, I have no idea how that. I'm, I'm honestly curious radar. on their policy involving that. So we should ban everyone using Steam. I, I don't know if you've taken yeah. a screenshot and posted it somewhere without the watermark. I'd assume so. And you're nude, though. Oh, okay. Remember, it's only if it shows the game. In a negative light, which then still begs the question: Why are we still around? Very good question. Hmm. I mean, you know, shouldn't shouldn't we have been, you know, at least warned? I feel a little bit left out, actually. You know, <laughs> you know, because we haven't been warned over. We've this. been doing <laughs> lots of screenshots for our title cards, and why haven't? Well, 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 well okay, look, not even that, because the screenshots for our title cards, those are never are never negative in any way. But on our show, we 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 get downright pretty raunchy sometimes. Fanfics. Do we need to start making our title cards be raunchier? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, and, and here's the funny thing: I feel like any time a title card may have gotten to the point where maybe it was a bit too much. I don't think we use actual completely by accident. This wasn't intentional, but we don't use actual in-game footage. Remember the one that I that I made that you said looked like a political cartoon where it was like Yoshi's face on like the Grim Reaper holding bags of money. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do. Remember yeah, that. yeah. There's t- technically there was no FF14 properties that was used for that. Now, if the clip art people come after us, we might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, I, I, there's not a whole lot going on in FF14. Do we have an email or something to read? We do, oh, actually. Uh, Jesus, uh, we, I wasn't uh, ready for you to be prepared for that. I okay. went through <laughs> all the emails that we had and uh, pruned some out. Um, so we actually only, we currently have three emails. All the other ones were either... Uh, they were too old or they were just rehashing stuff that we've rehashed so many times that it's not even worth uh, rehashing. Going. Yeah, rehashing. So re- I'd actually re-hashing. re-rehashing. So I'd actually like you to re. You're a re-re. <laughs> so, so we have three. Two of them are, are, are pretty decent discussion topics, uh, but um, there's another one that, that I just thought was funny. Jesus, just read and one. I, okay. All right. Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Can, can I have a little bit more setup? No, please. fucking. Cr- why? 
I'm going to go get a drink. Okay. So uh, this comes uh, courtesy of Auric Grayhame of Adamant Toys. Hello, LBR. I recently ran to someone that a Nero has been, been trying to hide from us all for the last decade or so. As I was doing my daily expert dungeon, I saw that one of my party members was named Gregory. Eric Gregory. <laughs> Aniro, have you been hiding this brother of yours from us because you are ashamed of your true heritage? Damn it. This true heritage being that of a samurai, a red-headed ginger samurai like your brother Eric. Do you hide under this false identity of Dark Knight to try and throw us off and keep us from knowing your deep, dark secret? Is this why you were so against samurai before it was announced? Aniro, love yourself for who you really are, a red-headed ginger samurai. This is a safe place. It's really not a safe place at all. <laughs> now that we all know the truth, you should find your brother. I'm sure he misses you. Go be yourself, Nero, your samurai self. It's not It's not my brother. I hate to tell you that. Redheaded stepchild? Yes. No, that okay. is exactly All right, cool, it. cool. Yeah, um, right. All right, so a real email now. Uh, this one came uh, courtesy of August Sinclair of Goblin, and I thought that this was actually uh, um, a pretty interesting one. It's something that, that, that I'm aware of. We haven't touched on that I kind of feel like it was a missed opportunity but anyway he goes on he says uh, so I've been a long time listener and I'm not uh, I'm now on my second listen through of a radio <laughs> reborn at work oh my Why? god <laughs> thanks for making work uh, awkward sometimes so I had an idea that you all will probably fart on uh, while re-listening to an episode you guys were talking about 11 and how in Wings of the Goddess, it was uh, shitty that they didn't do much for the old areas. Uh, make them a wee bit different, and they called it good. It was shitty, but it had given me an idea. And my idea is this, far on if you so choose, that if Yoshi wanted to go in that direction for 14, that I feel like it would actually be fairly easy and could also have some interesting content by going back in time through Lenny Swan or whatever. Uh, anyway, I'm sure that they still have all those old zones hanging around out there somewhere in some dusty-ass computer. They could reuse those old zones, give us a, a a, a chance to go back with zero of the 1.0 shit other than just the zones. This would give legacy players a chance to walk down memory lane and maybe a chance for 2.0 players uh, to get to experience some of that older lore. And it goes on and on and on and on. on. But basically, the idea is uh, that... See, I, I feel like with 11, we thought it was lazy because they were just, just trying to reused all the reuse stuff. But the 1.0 zones aren't even being used, so they're kind of just going to waste. And I know, and Nero, you're actually a pretty, uh, I, I think, big proponent of being able to find ways to reuse or reconnect with that old lore. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a couple of problems with that, though. I don't think that the current engine would be able to handle those zones because they were massive. They were huge, and they oh. had no zone lines either. So you would have what would be the equivalent of like four zones, yeah, like meshed together into one. meshed together into, really? into a single zone. Yeah, yeah, like Mordona originally was like four Mordonas stuck together. Oh. It was huge. Yeah. Well, what about even just taking the sections of it? I mean, it's not like you have to put the entire zone back you, in. You would basically have to rework the entire thing and do... You guys the, not remember, like, what 1.0 zones were? They, they were, were, and they, they were, were awful. Copy, and they, copy were, they were just retextured. Over. They were re the legitimately really bad zones. So you think it would take the same amount of work to rework them that it would to just it make would, a whole I new guess, zone anyway? Yes. They'd have to make wow. new zones yeah. that looked like the old zones. Yeah. yeah, and at that point, why, why go back? Do you really want to go back to the Black Shroud Labyrinth? Fuck no! Right, well, first of all, I never got a chance to experience any of those zones, so I don't know the downsides of them. You've never watched a YouTube about it? Fuck no, why would I do that? And, it's 1.0. And I, 
I don't think it would be that hard to implement lore-wise, though, because already we see the past when we use the echo and blah, blah, blah. There could easily be some kind of thing that alters our echo to allow us to just, like, jump back to those areas and explore. Yeah, I don't but think that, I that would, would be a problem. I would rather them work on new areas and expand Me the world I, I don't want to go that. back Although, I, I, I don't i don't think anyone needs that. wings of the goddess it, it kind of felt like because they were unable to then like scale their game bigger they had to then reuse things i feel like if they're out of ideas they've expanded the world as far as it can go then consider this yeah. like, i don't think it's time for that anywhere in the next like 10 years okay uh, that might be fair one thing that i would be interested though is instead of going back in time to see them exploring what they now look like after the calamity what do you guys think like, of that? That's what all of 2.0 was. What are you t- right. No, well, no, no. That's what all of a Realm Reborn was. <laughs> what what are you talking about? No. What? He's talking about like those areas in 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 Corthus that were destroyed. We we've had conversations about the areas that were knocked off the map completely because it's covered in like rubble and shit. Yeah, so but there's need all an excavation team. There's all of like gonna, three of those. Yeah, well, let's explore those. Is there only Get an three? excavation team going in there, plow through them. We and got see what's there. We got Western Corthus, so we've already gotten that. That's a, that was a Heaven's Word zone. Um, the, the Eastern was that a 1.0 zone? Western yeah, Corthus. Wow. All of that. All of that Corthus was a zone. But there's still like so many. Corthus it was all zones one zone. There. We don't have. There's a shroud that was knocked off the map, and there's a bunch of Corthuses we don't have. All right, like, well, all right. Apparently, I'm just dumb. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you're real no, dumb. All right, stupid. I mean, I mean the only part of the only see. part of the shroud that we don't have is the West Shroud, which is right. supposedly completely destroyed. I think that it would be cool to go back there for like a dungeon, but okay. not as yeah, like a zone. Okay, I, I would like to ask though that if we do, I want them to make a dungeon out of wherever Nika last saw her companion, so they can give an actual end to that companion quest line where you find the skeleton with the armor that you recognize. I can't remember which part. Of the shroud they say like meet me in the shroud at this place oh it is even in the shroud too i think it might have been maybe that's what happened they were at the shroud piece that got knocked off i can't remember specifically um but no we only have central and western kurthus we don't have east south north well south is i mean south technically we do because that's the adjoining piece of land between mordona and kurthus it's just we bypass that in the zone line so there's what? no way, yeah, there's no way to go remake huh. it. It's That's just gone. Funny. I mean, it, technically it's there. It's just they don't make us walk through it because there, there's there nothing is, interesting. There isn't enough there. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Well, uh, uh, Augustus. So it's really just north. It's like northeastern Corthus that, I mean, that we have. But you can't imagine, even though the areas have been completely collapsed, you don't think that somewhere there's a bunch of like beastmen or monsters like scavenging the area sure, and, 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 and creating it, and creating their own tribes there because there's no humanity there so yeah like, i mean uh, there's probably some interesting shit that they could do with it but not enough to make an expansion out of it it would have to be uh, like i said it's it's a set piece for a dungeon i think that's, but not that's much, probably fair. But which, not much more than that. Which they have done before with, uh, uh, what was the... Bardom's Landum. And with Halatali. And uh, with, um, ha- no. uh, yeah, Halatali, Hol- kind of. The, I mean, the, 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 the Ixal place. The Spike thought, place. Shut up, Juxta. Spike Mountain. The Ixali place that we thought would be an entire area, but instead they're just like, nah, it's literally just a dungeon. Spike Mountain. Oh, that's what I thought I was saying called? with Halatali, but I said no. it wrong. Yeah, no, um, it was not Halatali. No, it's not Halatali, but that's what I was thinking in my head. It's... God, yeah, it's, it's the mountain range. Bad. Yeah, I forget what that, it is. That that zone. <laughs> well, yeah, Zephatol. That's what it is. Yes, Zephatol. That's yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yes. Spike Mountain. Mm-hmm. We are horrible. 
So we have one other email that uh, that I really wanted to touch on, and uh, Nika is going to be the poo-pooer on this one. Guarantee <laughs> it, guys. Uh, this comes from Hero Maniac of Cactar. He says, hey, host. It's the Hero Maniac from Cactar writing in again, though with a long one. Uh, I wanted to write in to mention something that Zeno said that could have bigger implications and thought now is the right time since we've had the uh, story spoiler episode. So when talking in front of Shinryu, Zeno suggests that primal tempering works by the large presence of the primal overpowering the lesser presence of the person being tempered. Zeno suggests that the echo inflates your presence to be larger than that of the primal, so when the primal goes to temper the warrior of light, the warrior's presence is large and can't be tempered. Uh, Now, Xenos doesn't go into too much detail on what exactly this presence is, but when discussing this, I came up with an interesting idea, and uh, apparently he also says that this is somewhat covered by the Warrior of Light as a primal theory, which which I've never heard myself, but uh, essentially what it's asking or, or theorizing is, could the Warrior of Light use the Echo to potentially temper people? That'd be cool. But like, no, here's a question. When primals do it, do they do it like subconsciously like they don't mean to do it like just because their yes. their presence is higher it automatically tempers or are they actually using a power to temper other people we actually well, have I'm, that lore with uh with ramu because he was at quote accidentally tempering all the sylphs so that's why he kind of re- okay, re- okay, recluse okay. to himself deep in the woods okay so you're saying that when a primal tempers someone they're not making the choice to temper if you're within a certain vicinity of them, you just become tempered. All right, so here's my next question is the Warrior of Light is next to a lot of scions and uh, they all do whatever I say. So are they not tempered to See, me? See, that was no, going gonna... to bring that up too. The... It does feel like like people are awfully quick to be drawn to the Warrior of Light and those that aren't might have their own big enough echo or presence. Like 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 some and of the higher up leaders them. and such. <laughs> But all of the, the lesser people are like, oh, you're really cool. Let me just do things for you. That's that's personally why I think that this theory is interesting. And, and again, I don't give Square Enix enough credit to actually come up with something like this or pursue it. But the idea that, that yeah, the reason that people are all so gung-ho about the Warrior of Light, so quick to trust us, so quick to always be like, oh, you know, the Warrior of Light, they're a stand-up dude or girl, is that technically they they could all be tempered by us. How would the world like react to that idea? I mean, it's an interesting thought. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know that I believe it. I just think it's it's more ham fisted writing that you know allows us to. It, it, you know, it's just like every quest is so convenient. Like, oh, we were yeah. looking, we were looking for someone to tend my grocery stand. You know, like. <laughs> Actual um, actual quest from yes. fucking Stormblood. There's yes. a couple interesting things in the chat. Blandy says, but when the, the primals temper people, those people cannot be brought back. They are killed. The warrior would be killing people. Not necessarily because the primals are tempering people not with the echo. They're time they're they're tempering with whatever power primals have. If if the warrior of light can temper people using the echo, the echo is probably a different kind of power. And Gisela says some people used to fear the echo because they think it controlled the other's minds. And I feel like 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 fears like that and phobias like that stem from somewhere in the past where maybe the echo was not as controlled by the people that had it and maybe something like that did happen and that fear was spiraled forward so 
if that is true, maybe it did exist in the past and they were able to temper other people? We've always been, uh, I feel like there's always been this sort of line that if Square Enix wanted to take the the narrative in that direction, they could. But the idea that we're always being set up to eventually or potentially turn the narrative in the way that sees us as the villain, right? Like when the Warriors of Darkness came to to our world in their eyes, they were the 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 heroes and and we were the villains right i mean their their world had been consumed by darkness we know other worlds that have been consumed by light and what i think this is 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 interested in doing is if we were tempering people accidentally or or otherwise or even if we we aren't as nika said just this this idea or, or this rumor that could sow some type of, of panic or discourse into the general population, thinking that the Warrior of Light has that ability, I think could be a really interesting turn in the narrative. Not something that I'm going to give Square Enix the, 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 the credit of being able to do. But yeah, I, I, I just don't see, I don't I don't ever see them taking it in that direction. I don't think it'd be kind of cool if that's like almost an unintended side effect that Heidelin never even realized would happen either, because, you know, it's like what Heidelin's chosen few that have the echo. Right. So like we only know like three or four other people in this entire game that have it. And I feel like maybe she just didn't realize this was going to be a thing. And then maybe it's not something that the warrior, like I'm looking at the example of the person in the, in the email gave where they're like, Oh, you have to save someone's life. And there has to be some big buildup where the warrior like realizes they can do this. And they have to decide between becoming a, you know, a bad person and tempering the kidnapper or finding another way. And I feel like maybe the warrior of light wouldn't be the one to do it, but somebody like Kryle or somebody else we know with the echo goes through something like this. I mean, if Kryle still has enough echo left, I don't know, but somebody like that in order to, to do that, I could maybe see them, doing a subplot like that but i can't see it happening with the actual yeah warrior well Light. one of the things but like but someone else like you had the echo and she did some shitty things that ended up like spiraling down the wrong path so i don't see why this can't be something that like someone near to us does. and and, and one of the other things they point out in the email too is pointing to the experiments that that weird scientisty guy uh uh did like on fordola yeah with the echo the 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 hyper tuning yeah, they took it from cryo and give it to fordola. yes the hyper tuning process so i mean even if the warrior of light themselves doesn't have the ability right now to temper people people i guess the idea is how powerful can the echo get because i feel like if the echo stands up to being tempered that there could always be a possibility there that either with uh, enough the echo with enough power or like you said maybe the warrior of light has just never tried that there is the potential to temper with it hmm Nothing. I like I like that idea. I mean, I kind of <laughs> I'm it. kind of interested in this. Like, I, <laughs> I, like I obviously <laughs> don't think the Warrior of Light like is a primal that was summoned by people. Right? No, like, not so, like, not in a one to one ratio. But yes. like this as a as a theory or a plot point would be very interesting, and I think it would really delve into the psyche. Like because the characters as we see them, we know they're us. They don't speak. They're just whatever dialogue choices we choose that don't change anything. But I think it would be very interesting to explore the Warrior of Light's psyche a little bit by doing a, a plot like this, even if it's not the warrior of light tempering, even if it's as someone else with the echo and the warrior of light, that, is, that would the have to be the way such that they a do thing. It. Yes. yes. Like, I think that it would, it would really shine some light on not, it doesn't have to go super dark, but a little bit darker of a plot point. And I, I would be interested in that. Actually. Yeah, no, I, I think you would definitely have to do it through another character because this game's never going to <laughs> delve into the warrior of light psyche because we are each 
the warrior of light ourselves. It's silent protagonist, so it has all the benefits and downfalls of the silent protagonist. Right, but the thing is, as long as it shows that the warrior of light then understands that this is something my power can also do, and the other characters are like, what do you think about this? And you know, you get like a dialogue choice that pops up that's Stoic something nod. in your yeah, mind. But I, like, mean, I mean, knowing Square Enix, though, they'd strip you of the power first and then, you know, show you how bad it is. And then be like, yeah, it's it's bad, so <laughs> don't use it like don't, that. Don't, don't, do the, don't do the bad thing, okay? Am I wrong, though? Am I wrong, though? They would strip it from you so you would watch other people use it and how it affects other people. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it, it would just, I think it would take a lot of the narrative punch out of it if if they, they strip it from you first. Mm-hmm. No, it, actually, I would see, I could see them, you keeping it the whole time and at the end whether because you know they'd use someone like Aaron Vald or, or, or if we were luck, lucky Lise would end, wait does Lise have the echo? No. 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 Alright no. someone like Aaron Vald ends up you know realizing oh I can temper people goes rogue turns evil we have to kill him whatever and then getting some dumb thing at the end of it where Kryle's like oh you know I knew that you were too good to blah 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 you use it responsibly and then just being like I think that would be real real, real <laughs> lame. Yeah. Yeah I don't think the yeah, Square Enix could handle this yeah, properly at you all. You use it resp- or you wouldn't use it resp- uh, badly or whatever. He just clicked that, nope never click the end. <laughs> that's something someone who is tempered would say. <laughs> but, but you know that actually that's a good point. But you know like that's that's actually something that you know was an early feature of a lot of MMOs that seems to have really died off is like the morality feature right where if you killed another player or an NPC you'd go red you stole something from someone your player would go red and there's none of that in Eorzea at all there's no iota of that at all and, and I mean, it's actually been stripped from, I think, a lot of modern MMOs. And I think that that's that's a bummer because, like, I, I know that there were entire factions of red players in Ultima Online that would, like, band together as PK factions <laughs> and, you know, like looters. And they, they made their own version of fun and it was a way to keep the game dynamic. And I'm not saying that there needs to be something like that in FF14. It's just, you know, it makes me wonder why a system like that has gone away over time. And that, that kind of bums me out because it, it gives the player far less agency inside of the world than, you know, oh, you're Superman and you're going to save the world. It's, it's a very strict linear path that this narrative follows and what if what if you didn't want to be the warrior of light what if you don't want to be the warrior of light what if you just want to be some dude you know like or what if what if you want to actively be a villain i think that those aspects would have been much more interesting to explore in a final fantasy universe and setting than always being charged with ah we got to save the world again here we go we got to put my pants on to go save the world god damn you know yeah, like it just it gets final old get to that though like they did something like this with the the online star wars game didn't they where you're on different sides and depending on like how many people clicked a certain option in the party the party would see a completely different story like they did stuff like that i i don't know about that because i never play i never played like you could the... be on the light side or the dark side and basically there'd be light side and dark side options and it likes people this is what people told me anyway and you could click on different options and whoever like whichever one had the highest um whatever would be the one that showed to the entire party Mm, interesting. 
which I think would be kind of cool. But you know what I've I've come to sort of just realize after attempting to sort of have a theory crafting here on on the lore, the potential story of FF14, and, and I think that that being juxtaposed next to yes. the way that we were talking about infinity war prior to the show is you know we're sitting here and, and someone came up or, or emailed us with, with what i thought upon first looking at it a pretty interesting uh, uh conversation have a pretty interesting debate that nobody here is really into like that is a really interesting idea but none of us give a shit remember the way that we used to talk about uh, uh, uh the story after 2.55 Right. Or, well, there were so many possibilities. There were, but now, and, and I think specifically with Stormblood, it is is the worst example of it. But it's not even fun to talk about the possible outcomes or the possible story or lore. Square Enix has somehow managed to suck every bit of excitement and fun out of this narrative as they possibly could. I mean, specifically in Stormblood, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because, I mean, what what do, what do we have to look forward to next as a narrative arc? What, no, what do Zeno, you care? Xenos is back, oh boy. Do you even care what happens no. to Alamigo nope. or Stormblood or any of the characters? Not particularly. I mean, even at the point where if they killed off Yugiri, I'd just be like, well, good, at least now she doesn't have to go through all this bullshit anymore. I you mean, did her a mercy. I, I, you know, like, with how... Uh, with how heartrending something like the calamity scene was, you know, like at this point, I kind of like, you know what? Go for it. <laughs> Give but, us another one. Where's, Why not? Where's that? Where's that? Mo- Y'all got another moon up there? <laughs> what the moon? Getting you know more moons? <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually like someone. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put this on someone in the chat. I'm going to try and do it myself. But but I'd like you to to, to walk down someone through the story of Stormblood. Maybe show them some some cutscenes or something, and then show them the opening cinematic to a realm reborn, and see if they can put together that those are even the same fucking game. <laughs> I mean. Let's see. With Stormblood, you had uh, you had the 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 monk duel on the on the hand. You know that that was kind of cool. I mean, that was kind of funny. You'd temper Lisa and make her run around nude. <laughs> wow. Th- thanks, Ron Jeremy. No, Hashtag me too. N- yeah, no, Wait, no. No, we, we <laughs> won't do that because Square Enix doesn't like it when you do that. Wait. We don't want to get in trouble with Square Enix. We um, don't? No, I don't really care anymore. Uh, <laughs> samurai, you know, and then we saw Samurai do a thing. Uh, in the Stormblood uh, opening cinematic, ruin lots of buildings, cause yeah. lots of property damage. He was, yeah. he was drunk. Okay, give him a break. So I mean, I don't know what everyone's problem is. I, I, Stormblood had a perfectly serviceable storyline. No, I still watch a Realm <laughs> Said Reborn. No one ever opening, <laughs> and I still get so hyped. Like it's just everything about it is so good. Okay. You guys are being a little unfair. Just think about how much narrative impact it had when we learned that Yida was actually Lise and how much that changed the game. You want, you want to, um, you know, pretend that I'm so, so, a three-year-old and so, explain that so, to so me, So a character that I didn't give a shit about became another character who I gave even less of a shit about just without a mask. I yep. thought her story was interesting enough, but I don't think they did enough to explore it. No, they need to do shit to explore it. Like, like I actually liked, I thought it was actually a, a very interesting thing to pretending to be her. She had this tragic childhood and we got like one or two flashbacks Shut about up, her dad. Shut up, go to Doma! 
That's all we got was no, like one shut of up, go to Doma. About the, a dad. No, shut up, go to Doma. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's it. The only character development, I'm doing air quotes for those listening on the podcast and actually for anyone because we <laughs> you can't see us. Um, the only character <laughs> development that I remember of least through all of Stormblood is at some point on the dock, she was crying or whining because she's like, oh, will I be as good as he and No, shut stuff? up, go to Doma. She was already in Doma. Fine, whatever. Go do more Doma things. That's it. Woo. Whole expansion for her to be like. Go check out the ramen bowl. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. That's I'm doing an impression of what this game does. I'm more. I'm way more interested in what's going on over here. No, go to Doma. Samurai's cool. Fine. I guess I don't have much of a choice there. So does does the story? Do you guys think that like when's it when's it gonna get better? Are we even gonna get back to to having a compelling narrative at any point? Do you yes, think? and that's going to be when we learn that Thancred is actually not Thancred; it's his brother, uh, <laughs> Sancred. <laughs> Sancred. <laughs> uh. can, can we just like reflect on how much? Lease being not being Yida really had no effect whatsoever on the game, and they hyped that up so so hard at Las yeah, Vegas Fan Fest. Even if she was Yida, she'd have done really the exact same things that she what, did as. What, what, yeah, what that's, why, the that's why they made a really bad narrative choice and not making Yida someone. Like I feel like Yida should have still been alive and she should have been somewhere either captured or on the enemy side. And yeah. I think that way How it would have. <laughs> It would have been. I don't know what they would have had to do, but they would have. They, they could have incorporated Ida as a character. How do you not her take Dola that trope? Should have been Ida. How do you not take that trope? How do you set yourself up for the dead sibling and not use it? Yeah. How do like, you not do that? I I have no idea. If I ever get to ask Yoshi P a question, that's going to be it. How was Ida not alive? How did you not capitalize on that? I mean, to be fair, we've got two more. In, in you know pieces of MSQ to go through, so that could happen. I will bet my left nut Yida doesn't show up. I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, our left nuts have been bedded. Well, but I I don't know what we're betting against. I don't know either. Yeah. Um. Neither oh. of us win in this. We just have to cut off a nut. I'll take the nuts. <laughs> For how, what? How about what? if if Yida's not in it? Like if it turns out she's not in it, we'll bet against Juxus. So if Yida's not in it at expansion's end, we get to kick him in the balls. Yeah, I mean, I've already done that. Yeah, you did that once. I know. Was it fun? It was a lot of fun. Oh, was it? Remember, I don't remember, agree to that. We made him dance afterwards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Manderville. Tried to do the Manderville. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, good times. Good times. No. Yeesh. It really wasn't. I mean, you know, like we've got we've got Yotsoyu without the memory. Jesus Christ! You've got Xenos no, coming stop, back. Stop! Like, like, I skipped these cutscenes for a reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where? What's the next? What's the next plot point? The lives matter. The lives matter. <laughs> okay. Yida lives. lives. That's what it should have been. Yida lives matter. The magic voice doesn't know how to say Yida. Okay. Well, are we even saying it right? Have they ever voiced that name? <laughs> I don't yes, know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Yid, or Ida? Oh, What's that, the, pot, the, that potato that's the midget. dead now? Yeah, the midget who oh, died. He's dead, by the way. Remember that? The potato Remember? that became a baked potato? <laughs> oh. Dang. All right. Was, give, him some, give him some butter and sour cream. Poppin' Poplimos, guys. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> okay, but 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 sure. I want I want I want a, like an Aorzean fast food chain to have pop and pop limos. Am I the only one who's upset? And they're just like deep fried. That Xenos is coming back somehow. Meat parts. The, no, oh you're not. Gosh. No, 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 no. You're can, not yeah, at can all. Can we talk about that? Well, <laughs> like, well, I, I, do we have to? I really don't want to. How? But yeah, Xenos is coming back. Why? And it's dumb. It's dumb. It's patently dumb. Why is Xenos? Because uh, here's the thing. Square Enix promised a villain that we would hate. I guess if you Storm keep Blood. bringing him back enough, I'll hate him. <laughs> and I mean, Aha, that did the Seymour effect. See, like if Damn. you just if, <laughs> Damn. that's true. If you we hate write Seymour a lot more when he wouldn't die, that's yep. true. If, well, but if you write a character poorly enough, you naturally hate him. As someone who, you know, but, can recognize but, bad narrative structure. But there's a difference between hating a character because they're a bad character or hating a character because they're so good at being a villain. Yeah, you agree. Exactly. Agree. Like, there's a difference. Uh, Square Enix does not agree with that. So, H- hate is hate. <laughs> so why do we think that Xenos is back? Because, look, had, had the eyes of Nidhogg not been destroyed, you could MacGuffin those somehow. But those are gone now. Like... But how did he, did he live or it, does he have well, clones? Like what's, is, what's going he, on he's here? He's that Asian, right? Well, okay, hang on. Let's he's, try to. He's not an ass. He's Garlean. No, I'm His saying like transformation he, into Shinryu. Was that an actual, like when a vessel becomes Leviathan, he, the, the vessel would no longer ever come back. Right. Like, or was it a different kind of transformation? Well, like a, like a Yasail into Shiva. doesn't matter. He came back into Xenos killed himself yeah and then his body and there were just the eyes sitting there which were then stabbed so uh, what happened to him he's i would assume off into the aether i was assuming that's that one assian took over xenos's body which is who that's other uh The, the body disappeared yeah, but Asians we don't know don't what Asians can do. Yeah. Okay, so if it's just someone impersonating Xenos, cool. You know what so I you, think they should do? So you think it's an Asian impersonating Xenos? Yeah. What what is that, what do you, do that you think that's who it was at the end when like the Emperor was looking at the, the Asian who removed his hood and there's someone sitting there? That it was Xenos? And it was, he yeah. goes, you. Yeah, yeah. probably Xenos. That's kind of what I figured. I was actually just thinking like, about that really this morning. That like, yeah, yeah, how are they not going back? They've been ignoring everything so far. Every new plot point they make, they just file it into, oh, we'll come back to that later. Let's create so a new plot point. all their after credit scenes tied together. So the last one showed that it was an Asian revealing, or, you know, taking the hood off. This one shows that Xenos was, like, sitting there. So maybe? Yeah, you. there's a reasonable expectation to think that those two things might be connected. But, like, we had no, 100% no expectations that it could have been Zenos. We're like, oh, maybe the Essence brought back someone else from the dead. But we never thought it would have been Zenos. So, I don't know. <sighs> the idea that, that, that Zenos has been an Asian all along? No. 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 Rejected. Yeah. Zenos is uh, that stupid guy's son, remember? Yeah, he's the emperor's son. Yeah. Yeah. He's the prince. I, I, I just, I'm not... This is just getting so dumb. It, it, it kind of is. I'd rather read a fanfic. It was Gaius all along. I'm with Arjun Esper. I'd be okay with that, I guess. <laughs> Remember that time when the Asians were doing mean, bad Asian things on the moon? Yeah. Whatever happened to that? No, well, they, didn't they just summon the Warriors of Darkness up there? Like That was all they did, wasn't it? Was that that? Yeah. Mm, no, I don't no. think so. I think... 
Yeah, we, no. we saw him up on the moon, and, and, and someone had stepped forward all in a shadow. like They were like cloaked and stuff in shadow. I think that ended up being the Warriors of Darkness. Yeah, Do you think that they could was, be building was, to something bigger the whole time and that it's actually really good? No. <laughs> okay. There's no there's no way that they tie every bad thing that they've done this entire time into one good story. They can't, that's impossible. <laughs> no. I don't even if you were to hire the Russo brothers on for this, <laughs> you still don't salvage the storyline of this game. I mean, to be fair, what to, if, what if, I'm spitballing, but roll with me here. What if Thanos comes to the moon with those Asians and he starts reality gemming them out of existence? Stop it. <laughs> Get out of here. There's but no saving. But they could do something it. similar with Asian powers or the Echo, maybe. No, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, the, you guys were talking about the Echo earlier, like, you know, I mean, just look at what happened to Verdola when you forcefully gave her the echo. She seemed almost tempered herself by the echo, right? She was pretty crazy. Right. Who was that? Verdola. Oh. When when they took it from Kral, gave it to Verdola, but it was a forceful giving of the echo. And she, we fought her and she had some weird, crazy powers. Her eyes were glowing and she was, you know, she was almost tempered herself. By the also, do, we know, do we know for certain that uh, Kral no longer has the echo? I don't think they've For certain, no. said, yeah, one yeah, way they or the other. They, they haven't they, said one way or the other. They drained her they, of they the echo, but we're not sure if she doesn't have like any left. They researched it. her and channeled it's, it into Fordola, or they just kind of like connected them so that they shared it. Like they don't, yeah, they didn't say. Yeah, speaking they never, they, that, Fordola, whole, that whole scene was kind of unclear. Yeah, speaking yeah, of Fordola though, Fordola. specifically, like we have the power of the echo and we occasionally get to see into people's pasts, right? For Dola's echo is so much that anyone who's around her, she starts seeing into her life. Like that's one of the big points that it was making and why she wanted to die was because she feels so guilty about everything she's done. Because any person she comes in contact with, she she relives everything. (laughs) Hmm. So there may be some potential for, for, for the echo to be more of a weapon there. But the question is, does Square Enix capitalize on that or... Do we get an uh, uh, an entire patch where we just follow Connie Senna around and she talks about how she's not sure if she can lead her country or not? God. <laughs> oh God. Uh, that would be the worst, wouldn't it? Would God, be the worst. It would so be bad. That that was the point with the Sultana that I stopped caring about the story. That was the point that I started skipping. Cu- I'm a cutscene skipper, guys. Emo Sultana. Yep, emo Sultana. Mm. I'm a cutscene skipper now. Proud of it. It is pretty frustrating. It is pretty frustrating. I mean, you know, like, I feel like in the last two MSQ injections that the the story hasn't advanced much at all. They have no idea where they're going. Yeah, it really does feel compassless. At this point in 3.0, we were, like, learning about, what was that, the Raven or that... We were learning about... The, the, uh, the Griffin? The yeah, Griffin. the Griffin. Thank there you. The Griffin. Uh, yeah. And we were like, uh, so like we didn't know and, where and, we were going. And still but, faffing about with the Warriors of Darkness as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, but we still had like kind of a direction. I, I mean, mean, we with, sat here, we we sat here and speculated on you know what was going to be coming next, mm-hmm. and and uh, I, we're we're struggling to we know through Stormblood. We know we're gonna have to deal with that stupid. Uh, Asashi guy, brother or cousin or whatever he was. Oh my god, doesn't that, like us. That guy is so animu too. Like, oh I hate his haircut. Honestly, I, if he had a, if he had a different haircut, I'd be fine with him. I feel I like hate this, his haircut so much. I feel like maybe Square Enix looks at these patches as like character development. Like, like we're supposed to be becoming endeared to these characters and like becoming closer and like forming bonds. 
but it's 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 really doing absolutely nothing for me. I am more embonded to <laughs> Hori Boulder than I am the main character. Well, to be fair, we got to go one on one with him once. He was really cool. He was pretty cool. Whatever happened to him? Uh, I think he's getting out with Anor right now. I think he's he hangs out in the Rising Stone or something, doesn't he? Which we never go back to. Yeah, I'm gonna go back there, hang out with the Boulder. Do that. Go go ahead. Nothing's stopping you. You just won't clear MSQ quest. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, oh. you should restart your subscription to be able to hang out with Hori Boulder. We're going back to <laughs> Doma in the next patch, guys. But the thing is, dude, I... Okay, I've, but to be fair, what... We could wrap up, Doma. What do we got going on in fucking... There's nothing going on anywhere. At least the music in Alamigo isn't as bad as Doma music. Do, 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 do. The thing do, is, is do, that do, 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 sh- Stop, stop. That's there literally should- every single song in Stormblood. <laughs> there should be every stuff happening in Alamigo. Every single song. It's, it's a newly formed country. It needs help. Shit's happening, and but no, it's not. But nothing is happening. Yeah, it should. It should be happening. But nothing instead, we're in Doma. Well, Alamigo, who has been recently liberated, no longer has any direction or leadership or people who have never been slaves because there are people born into that shit. Like they they need some direction. But yeah, we're we're just leaving them to fend for themselves. Dude, right. I I've been okay. So uh, I I I said last time on the show that I've played a little bit of Elder Scrolls Online. I've I've been playing a little bit more, not a ton, but just been doing overworld quests and comparing just doing a very basic comparison between the way that that game approaches its overworld versus the way that FF14 approaches its overworld. Okay. And and I've been going through and clearing all of the Stormblood quests that I didn't bother to do. That's less interesting. Why would you do that? To compare the no, the the quest structure one you know cuz if you're doing overworld content, you're you've pretty much got quests or fates or hunts, I guess. But okay. like that's that's it. There that's really all there is to do. And that's kind of the same. There's really just sort of the same elements going on in ESO as well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it hangs together as a living world a little bit better than FF14 does. I'm a little bit more invested in the in the small quests that they have you do than I am with FF14. Well, was- I can't read any. I, some of those, <laughs> dude, some of the quests in 14 have four, four or five uh, uh, dialogue bubbles before you actually get the fucking quest i'm not reading that shit i'm not reading it and it's just to walk over there and pick up some crabs for me exactly at least elder scrolls reads it at me you know what i mean like i don't (laughs) i don't have to fucking do all the the goddamn reading let me speak to every single character voice acted uh, yeah damn near damn near i mean any anything that you know any character that you can accept a quest from yeah that's that shit's yeah. voice act comparing wow. comparing that to what i went through when i was playing uh, uh uh leveling up in legion you know for world of warcraft you know even though they use the same uh, uh hub and spoke uh quest system as what stormblood does what i like about that is that you actually feel like and see the zone and the world and the npcs as minuscule as they are changing around you Whereas, yeah, you go up to, you know, where that where the Heaven on High Tower is, right? And people are like, oh, yeah, uh, go find me some things over there. Uh, kill these turtles. And I think there's a lady who got lost around the corner. Bring her back here. Yeah, there's some guy who's having problem fishing. Oh, boy. That's a, that was a great three-arc story quest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude has a problem fishing. Fuck off, Square Enix. Uh, what are you lots doing? Of pe- lots of people have problems fishing when their rod gets soft, so it's actually very important. Uh, yeah, but I mean, at least on Elder Scrolls, it's like I come across a, a, a fucking destroyed tower, and they're like, there's an ancient curse that got released from that tower. And I'm like, all right, ancient curse. I That's something that I can get around. The fucking help me fish? <laughs> fuck off. What the fuck? How is this comparable? I'm level 17 on ESO. This is a level 68 quest? What the fuck, Square Enix? Can't you put a little bit higher stakes behind it? Can't you find something a little bit more interesting to do than here? Tend my vegetable stand. Fuck's sake. Uh, one in five one says play Dino Tracks. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you can't make your overworld quests interesting, don't make them. Yeah, there are a couple interesting quests, at least in like, not the vegetable sand one, but in the Asm step, there are a couple with the um that the race that like uh comes back to life over and over. They have some uh, interesting lore based ones. Um Look, I don't remember what they're called. Nika Dothraki. Look. Look. You, there's, there's one. I mean, I, I know who you're talking about because I thought the concept behind the tribe was pretty cool, but even their quests were so dumb. And the reason you're there was even worse because the stupid guy sitting on the throne is like, I need you to go find out what they're all about. No, but I mean, like the quest where you like help one of them commit suicide so they won't be brought back to life. Like that one blew my mind. Wow. I was like, low, did I really just help someone commit suicide? Then. But I mean, it was. It, it made me sit there for a second and I was like, wait a second. Like, like they have the potential to make cool overworld quests like that. But most of them don't fall into I'm that. sorry. Hang on. I still have my notes from the fucking different types of stands in the Asim step that you have to remember. <laughs> this person sells meat at oh, cheap prices. All right. God. I cannot defend those ones. Okay. Like, no, you made notes. But here's, here's my fucking point. If you can't make overworld quests interesting, don't make them. Spend the time making something else. Uh, I, I, I'll I, actually fates, do one better. Fates are quantifiably boring. Nobody levels up through fates. Very few people level up through doing quests. I've been trying it. Yep, dungeons. I, I mean, I it's do dungeons. It, I do it, it, it while in the queues. Like, because DPS queues are forever, right? So I'll queue up and then sure. do a few quests or fates in the meantime. Yeah. If someone brings you a, a list of quests that they're going to be implementing and writing into the game, like whether you're Yoshi or wherever it goes to, whoever brought you a quest that has you tending vegetable stands, that person should have immediately been fired and you should have went and put a job up on the hiring board for a new quest designer. I'm just I'm just saying like the, out of all uh, like it feels like there's a lot of manpower and effort being put towards quests because that's a lot of text you got to write mm-hmm. and I feel like Square Enix doesn't have enough interesting stories to be able to tell in those quests so only tell the ones that are worth telling. They're basically but, the ones that have a picture when you click on them. Those are the interesting yes. ones. Then if they don't, don't have a picture, they're not. Not always. It. Not always. <laughs> then we don't have any quests in Stormblood. Bad business decision. Listen, maybe I've, you could have got another dungeon. It depends. If you are taking manpower away from having to write text for quests and put more manpower into, I don't know, designing something interesting or putting the expected amount of content out with your first patch of the expansion, then I think that's worth doing. 
Because this is what I see, is that Square Enix wasted a whole lot of time making quests as opposed to making something like Eureka that would have been interesting out of the gate of Stormblood. Instead, we sat around and dicked around and continuing to do dungeons and 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 bad raids for three, you know, two uh, patch cycles until we got to something that broke the monotony a little bit. And now it feels like it's too little too late. You missed showcasing that to the people that you were bringing in with all of those Mrs. Freshly's packets and fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, Papa John's. Yeah, or ah, Papa, there you go. Papa John's or the billboards, you know, whatever you were doing to market this thing. Those people have already fallen off because they bought their way to 60 and then figured out 60 to 70 is pretty fucking on rails. And oh, the only thing that people do in this game are are match made match made pre queued content nude mods too nude mods but even those are yeah. and housing so what was the point of bringing Eureka out now and I I I, I actually have kind of you know like I, I I liked what Eureka did but I'm now in the camp that it's like that was too little too late. Like, it's good. Keep doing that, Square Enix. But you should have been doing that from 3.0. Or or bare minimum 3.1. That should have been, or at least... That should have been 4.0, 4.1 content. You know, yeah, that's what I, I'm sorry. There's, four, there's been a did, lot of yeah. people that, that I think fell off unsubbed just before 4.0. Obviously, nothing happened in 4.0 to bring them back. I've seen a lot of people express the sentiment that, oh, Eureka might bring me back. Or I'm going to come back and try Eureka. But you're right. Even people that having seen it and, and 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 think that this is what could have brought me back, it is too little too late because I still talk to those people and it's like, oh, have you came back to try Eureka yet? No, not yet. Guess what? If you haven't yet, you're not going to then. I mean, juxta even you, you you tried it for two days mm-hmm. and then, then that was, that, that was it. it. That's it. Last time I played Final Fantasy fourteen was I tried Eureka like two or three days after me and Nika streamed first day Eureka. And there's, there's enough people. And we even heard from someone last week that tried Eureka and was so disappointed by it that they unsubbed. Not that, you know, not that, Oh, this was so bad that why did they waste their time on this? That I put so much hope behind this being much more interesting than what was already there that it just didn't live up to that expectation. I, I, and that's fair. Yeah. So, look, so long as you're not one of those people that played it for 30 minutes, said, oh, this is bullshit, and walked away, if you actually gave it a fair shake and it wasn't what you were expecting, wasn't what you needed, I, I can't really blame you for that. And I can't I, fault you. And I get, I get it. Yeah. I have a problem, I think, because it isn't what I expected or needed, but I still spent a lot of fucking time. Yeah, you just have a problem, Nika. I mean, but again, it, it's a lot of that fear missing out bullshit that keeps you in MMOs because like, I don't... Oh, okay, I, hold on. Wait, 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 I wait, wait. I, but I don't have that at all. I do just because I'm back I'm back into raiding now. When I first started, like when Eureka came out, I was my group was just getting back together because I was on that long raiding hiatus. And so now that I'm like, okay, this is going to be the best weapon eventually, I don't want to fall behind. Maybe, maybe. It'll be the best weapon eventually. So, so I just don't want to risk falling behind just in case because I don't want to let my raid group down. I guess even though what, they let you down. What, by what raid group? I have, I have a solid raid group. Wait, now. wait. How many times have you raided together this new group? A lot. I don't know. I haven't counted. 
I thought you. So how long have you been rating for then? Last time I mean, you I've already weren't. cleared oh five, six, and seven. So like, I don't know what you're talking. Wow, about. Wow, Nika's being carried. Um, <laughs> but you haven't beat OS eight yet. I I went in once. Wow. But like, we haven't cleared oh seven as a group. We only got it to two percent, and mm. then I cleared it with a pug because pugging these are actually pretty easy. Mm. A pug is better than your raid group, Nika. A pug that probably people individually have been practicing the raids for GG months and months and months. Carrying Nico, yeah. I commend you guys. Yeah. Okay, good job considering I'm always the top DPS on the ACT. Okay. Wait, you're not okay. using ACT, are you? Because oh, I no, want to no, pour your ass. Nico, that is Nico. I K A Y A. That's wrong. A A E A N. Just feel fortunate yeah, just like that, that, that if yeah, the, if if the GMs are really going by this uh, by this video here. Hmm. that you know you're fine yeah they'll never find you <laughs> they'll never find you <laughs> uh no calls today apparently Fuck you guys none, none yeah none. Have a zero calls. you guys we can literally to- call in for anything yeah anything you, you made- heard the beginning of this show didn't you we do not have standards call in for anything yeah you could have made fun of us for that but you didn't you, did. you missed we had out a lot of it. theories to talk about we had a lot of like bullshit to talk about because there's nothing else to talk about we're going to make something up for next week. I mean, yeah, well, I think we have to. Yeah. Well, I'm going to probably make something up for this week. So, I mean, hey, we, Nika, <laughs> I tried to get your help last night. Okay. Oh, gee, I don't think anything's going on, but I don't really uh, know. I have family, I have family stuff to in do town, tonight. and I actually have to leave like eight minutes ago to go over to another family thing. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys be nice to Nika. She has a baby right now, and she has a family, <laughs> and her time is very important because she has to drive down here for an hour and a half each way. Someone sounds bitter. It's about 45 minutes. It's an hour and a half from where I live. Someone sounds bitter. Oh, wait, you don't have any of that, Nika. Just saying. Dexa sounds bitter. Hashtag Nika. Count your blessings <laughs> if you can count. Hashtag entitled Nika. Hashtag kindergarten teacher. What? I don't know what that has to do with anything. Those who can't <laughs> really? do teach. Oh, okay, fair. All right, guys. Uh, I think... I think now we really have run out of shit for this show. That we're and just hurling insults. Unless back you want to read a fanfic, not particularly. No. There was one no. written by Frumpy Raccoon. <gasps> oh, Frumpy! No, they're my favorite. We're definitely not reading that. We have to save it because we don't have anything to do next week. Definitely not reading that. Can we play a game next week? What do you want to play? Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Do you Wait, not? No, not really. That's the best game ever. You can do whatever you want in that game. Like what? like kill juxtap. How okay? So we're just gonna play Dungeons and Dragons instead of doing a. Well, it'll be set in in Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, so that'll have like some tangential like correlation. But yeah, there's nothing else you want. Like you, you want to talk about something fourteen related? No, I didn't think so. I I wouldn't. Know. I would rather play a game because that brings me happiness. How about look? It's gonna take me some time to plan out the 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 D and D style FF fourteen. So let's plan that for like March twentieth or May twentieth. Sorry. <laughs> May I was going to say, do we have to go back? We have to go Wait. back in time. No, May 20th. Yeah. Wait. In fact, I'll see if, because Norris wanted to be here for that because it, it like technically has role playing. So we'll have Norris here that day as well. No, I'm not there on that day. <laughs> oh, darn. Wow. Hmm. It was his idea. No, like, actually, that's... originally when we first came up with this, it was my idea. We, we had this idea uh, sometime last year. Never got around to it. Yeah, but he was the first one to say it. So on the show, it's his idea. No, I yeah, didn't on the show. D- Fine. You, you, maintain... you get to plan it then. You, you get to, to DM it. You have to maintain show constancy. <laughs> you get to DM it then. It's all on you. <laughs> God. I yeah. don't want to do that. I yeah. Don't... 
That yeah. sounds like work. It is. Actually, I think I that I I would be kind of into that. Have Chuck's a DM. That would be the worst campaign ever. Actually, I'm actually not a bad DM. Liar. Well, right. I don't believe I, it. Look, I, I will. I will help all. you set some up something up. But now you get to be the DM. No, yep. oh, that's completely the opposite of what I wanted. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he once he once did a Pokemon D and D for us. Really, he was the DM of a Pokemon D and D. Yeah, yep. yeah. It was terrible. I bet it was. I mean, it wasn't the best. <laughs> you probably gave him the worst Pokemon too. No, I yeah, got to I pick. did. I got to pick. I gave him Piplup. I had Piplup. The worst one. I love Piplup. Have you seen the dancing Piplup? No. The videos. Oh my oh, God. So, yes. So it's so, it's so creepy. Weird. It is creepy. It's, I don't like it. It's super creepy. It's Someone's, not a Pokemon. Somebody suggested that they were going to do a cosplay group of that. It's a manky Pokemon. Oh, wait. No. Cosplay group of what? Never mind. <laughs> you want me to do a cosplay? Just look, of that? look up Piplup dancing and you'll, fi- you'll, you'll figure it out. You want me to cosplay I'm that? I'm scared. No. I'm, I'm, not, Never. I'm not looking That's that terrifying. I could do that. Two Piplups, one cup. all right that's gonna be it for limit break radio thanks so much for joining us today uh i want to thank kooky even though she didn't have anything to do she was able to cut out early because there was no calls so uh thanks kooky for uh for all your help today uh and uh, i didn't see scuro so uh fuck you scuro um but uh i do want to thank my crew even though we had a bit of a bumpy opening juxta for fucking up everything at the beginning of the show uh kalo and nika i'm an hero keep listening Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch Fersh, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.